You might at least knock, Marcia. I didn't want to rouse anybody. Arthur's downstairs, Juliet. Arthur, what does he want? I suppose he'll tell you himself. She got out of bed and whipped off the strap, as well as the net pinned to her hair to save the wave. Her face was not pretty at that moment. It was hard and calculating without its makeup, but there was relief and hope in it too. God knows I do not want to be too hard on her. She had wrecked us all, but I know now how uneasy she was. If she had only gone away, disappeared, she could have saved herself. The trouble was that she could not see herself without money, and it seems never to have occurred to her that she could earn it. I waited as patiently as I could while she made up her face again, powder, rouge, and lipstick, while she got out an elaborate negligee, which she slipped on over her nightgown. Then she stepped into a pair of feathered mules, and I can still remember the click they made as we went down the stairs. Arthur was in front of the fire, and he had found the whiskey and mixed himself a highball. He merely looked at her as she came in. Well, she said, why all the secrecy? He did not answer that. He put down his glass, still eyeing her steadily. When I look at you, he said, it doesn't seem possible that you would wreck a man's life, as you have mine. She made an impatient gesture. You seem to have done very well by yourself. Why be dramatic? But I think she had still some idea of using her sex against him. She had never learned that lost lovers do not return. And after all, he had loved her a long time. She sat on the arm of a chair and carefully tucked her negligee about her so that it outlined her body. And it must have shocked her when he spoke again. There ought to be a particular hell for your sort of woman, he said slowly. God knows I loved you, but you took my pride and crushed it. You killed something in me. And now you're fastened onto me like a leech, and by heaven I can't get rid of you. She stopped posturing then, and her face hardened. Then what are you going to do? He told her, brutally but frankly, what he had told me. There would be no lump sum. The depression had ruined us all. He couldn't earn enough to support his family and keep her in luxury at the same time. She could take less money, or he would go to court and apply for relief. Luxury, she said, on 12000 a year? She was more reasonable after that, however, although she was both angry and resentful. What she wanted, she said, was to leave America and never come back. She liked Europe, and there was a little place in the south of France that she could buy cheaply. Also, she could get a good rate on foreign bonds, and living cost very little. With a lump sum. What's the matter with you? He said roughly. I know you pretty well, Juliet. You don't want to leave this country. It suits you down to the ground. What have you done that you've got to clean out? For that's it, isn't it? She went pale, but her voice was calm enough. You would think that, she said. I haven't done anything. I'm just fed up. And what do you think I am? He retorted. I'm fed up to the teeth. It was the impasse again, and at last she gave up.
She rose and pulled her dressing gown around her. Better think it over, she said, and I don't mean maybe. She went out on that, and again I heard the click of her mules as she went up the stairs. It was the last time I ever saw her.